0: Hello, thank you so much for giving this a listen. This is the first episode of what might be the only episode of the podcast Dead Drama. I love history because I love gossip and all of the catty remarks and the beheadings and the bossy mothers and the arranged marriages, all that shit. I'm like, oh my God, this is so dramatic. And I fucking love it. I live for it. So I'm going to do... A gossip podcast, but instead of it being about celebrities that are alive they're all historical figures, so none of them can attack me on Twitter. The first person I want to talk about is Queen Victoria, but I'm mainly going to talk about the people surrounding her, especially her children. But first of all, I'll start off by talking about her husband. She met her husband when she was 19, I believe. She'd just been crowned Queen and they sent over a husband from Germany. She was really attracted to him straight away. And she proposed to him, which in those days was unheard of. Um, she proposed to him after five days, which is just ridiculous. Imagine. I was seeing this guy for about two and a half weeks and he was like, Josh, I think I love you. And I was like, oh, I think I need to go get my bus by. And I never saw him again. I was like, what the fuck? Like five days, Victoria, pull yourself together. That is just ridiculous. She'd never seen him before. However, they were first cousins, which is fucking gross. I'm sorry if you're shagging your cousin, but it's just, um, you know, I think it's That is just so fucking weird. I'm not attracted to any of my cousins, which sounds like a weird thing to brag about. Well, so she married a cousin. Apparently, they had a lot of sex. This is what it says in all the documentaries. Like, oh, they used to be at it like rabbits. It's like, yeah, it was a Victorian times. There were no TVs. Like, do you know what I mean? You're going to shag quite a lot. But they did have nine kids. And she didn't really like children one of the documentaries said that Albert kept getting Victoria pregnant because obviously if she's just given birth or just about to give birth she can't really be working and then he could take control over a bit more because even though she was queen he still wasn't the king and she was the boss of the UK, well of loads of places really. It's quite interesting because of the time like Queen Victoria believed in the same thing that a lot of people believed in then, that the woman should kind of do what the man says and the man is in control of the family. But then Queen Victoria was also the fucking queen. And apparently she had like, she really struggled with like her own identity being the queen and then but also being the woman and being a wife and she really struggled with like being the boss and not upsetting her husband and all that shit but um he was very involved in her career basically in in her long reign the bit that he was alive for he used to tell her what to say in meetings why am i saying a meeting It makes it sound like they're off buying some sausage rolls in the Greg's office. He used to tell her what to say in German. And then in the meetings, she would say what he said in English. He was quite controlling. One thing that they used to do is apparently Victoria would lose her temper quite a lot. Albert would get her to write down every time she lost her temper in a book. So at the end of each month, they would review the book to see if a, like, temperament has got any better. Oh, fucking If any man made me fucking write down every time I lost me rag, one, they'd run out of paper, and two, I'd throw the book at his fucking head. What a prick. That's a dick move. But um, but apparently they was very much in love. They tried to make it out like they were... Everybody says that it was the romance of the century and that they loved each other. I mean, it's no Jack and Rose on the Titanic because the cousins, they did have nine kids. He apparently was quite a good dad and she was a bit of a shit mum. Um, Yeah, a lot of her kids didn't like her. She didn't like children. One of the things said that she said that little little babies, especially babies, look like little frogs, (laughs) which is, you know, she's not wrong, I don't think. But she didn't like kids, even though they had nine of them. A lot of the kids didn't like her. And then Albert dies quite young at like the age of 42. And then she's got nine kids to look after. And a lot of them, oh, do not like her. Um, especially the eldest boy, Berta. So he chose the name Edward VII, but his nickname was Berta. And um, Bertie and Victoria did not get on at all. One reason for this is because Victoria blamed Bertie for Albert's death, blamed him for his own dad's death, and it was complete bullshit. Basically, what happened was Bertie... Um, Shagged this actress and then told his dad about it bragging and his dad lost like went mental he was like oh you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't you should only be having sex when you're married and only having sex in the marriage you shouldn't be going about shagging actresses and he like proper lost his rag about it and then coincidentally he died a couple weeks later and then Bertie's mum, Victoria, was like, you've killed your dad because you can't keep your dick in your pants. Which is not a scientific way of killing someone. Um, Although, this one guy, years ago, God, he pulled his dick out. I was like, are you going to start demolishing houses? What the fuck is that? It's like massive and ugh, ugh, disgusting. Anyway, so Victoria blamed Bertie for his dad's death. So that isn't a good relationship. But they did. They, didn't get on at all. They used to argue at all. Loads of Victoria's kids didn't get on with her because she was completely overbearing and she used to control every aspect of their lives. But Bertie was a proper party animal. He used to go out drinking. He used to smoke cigars. His mum hated anybody smoking but he used to smoke all the time. He used to have parties, shag actresses. He had a real great time just really enjoying his 20s going out, getting absolutely plack And then his mum was like, you can't do that. You're a prince. And then she arranged for him to get married. To be fair, the girl that he ended up marrying, Alexandra, I saw a photo. She was pretty fit, to be fair. Alexandra is quite fit if you look at the photos. And they had kids and stuff. And I don't know if it was an unhappy marriage necessarily, like dreadful. But it is known that he cheated a lot. And Alexandra apparently knew this. He had a lot of mistresses, loads. And this is where the drama is so juicy on this family. Of um Bertie's mistresses. One of the alleged mistresses is um, Churchill's mum. What the fuck? I know, ain't it crazy? Another alleged mistress of Bertie's was Alice Keppel, who just so happens to be Camilla Parker Bowles' great-grandmother. And no, the apple does not fall far from the tree in that family. Juicy, juicy apples just wrecking marriages. So Bertie used to go about shagging about having loads of mistresses, but then The British public found out that Bertie was living this life shagging everyone because one of his mistresses was in court and Bertie was like a witness and then that's how it came out and then the British public like turned on him and was like look at him going about having affairs blah 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 going mental and the royal family were not doing well at that time anyway because at this point but his dad had been dead for like uh, nearly ten years, and his mum has not been going to any like social event, so the British public didn't like the royal family at this time anyway because it was questioning why they even have a moniker when she's not turning up for work and then the future king is just going out getting his dick wet all the time. But then Bertie fell really ill, got really ill, and it looked like he was about to die. And then, obviously, the British public changed because it was like, oh, God, he's about to die. Now he must be a hero. I was like, oh, my... Although it wasn't just a publicity stunt. He was actually, like, nearly dead. But they used it as a publicity stunt to make the public love him again. And it totally fucking worked. And then she just went back to staying in a house and he just carried on getting his dick wet and that was it. Because Victoria went like super depressed when her husband died. Everything was about her. And I mean, for years and years and years. So the first block of weddings that all of the kids kids had um, after the dad died, Victoria made all the guests wear black. As if they were mourning at a children's wedding. Bertie was having his wedding photo taken. And obviously photographs were new then. So when you was getting your photo took. You had to like stand there for a couple of minutes for it to be taken. He was stood with his new wife next to a statue of his dead dad. And then on a chair sat in front of him and his wife on his own wedding photo. Was his mum in full Head to toe black, with a proper miserable face on her, just staring at the statue of his dead dad, making the whole wedding photo about her. I'm pretty sure it's the original photo bomb, and it's so fucking funny. This is why I love Queen Victoria, cause she's a dramatic bitch who won't even let her son enjoy a wedding day, and just to make it all about her. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so relatable. So Victoria was a really bossy mum. She liked to have control over all of her kids and a lot of them rebelled. But the person who rebelled the most was her daughter, Louise. She sounds like a proper good laugh. Out of the stuff that I've read and all of the documentaries and stuff, on those documentaries, they're so rude, you know. They're always saying Louise was the promiscuous one. And then they had a list of men that she might have slept with. And oh my god, there was like six people on the list. I've had busier weekends. Leave the girl alone. Oh, she might have shagged six people in her life, and then the slut shaming us—fucking awful. But these documentaries are not dead old. They're doing it now. Like oh yes, yeah, she was the promiscuous one. Six people. The promiscuous one. If she was in my group of mates, it'd be the prude. We'd all be like fucking. I look at Louise, the nun. That is not promiscuous at all, but um, but a love life is quite interesting. So one of her alleged lovers was Reverend Robertson Duckworth, who was a younger brother's tutor. And he was a tutor in the household. And apparently this affair went on for maximum of four years. That's how long he was employed there for and um, then he was struck off, and it was never really said why, and it's not really documented why he was struck off, but apparently they were very close, and the rumour is that he was struck off because um, they were in a relationship, a secret relationship, and Louise got pregnant. Now, Louise was very sociable. She was seen out there quite a lot. She was one of the most sociable and loved out of all of the kids, the public kind of loved her. And she was seen around London quite a lot and she was very fashionable and everybody followed the fashions that she wore. Just after um, Reverend Robertson Duckwith got struck off, mysteriously struck off, she went into hiding. Nobody saw her. And when she was seen a little number of times... Her belly was like completely covered up and she was wearing ruffles. And then Victoria's physician's son adopted a child, a baby, who if you look at the baby's photos and you look at baby photos of Louise, they look exactly the same. And when this baby was older, out of nowhere, no one knows where, a full lump sum of cash got given to this baby And it was the equivalent of 16 million pounds today. Um, So, yeah, so apparently she had a secret baby and they made her get rid of it, which is fucking grim. If it's true, then making her get rid of it is so fucking tight. Another alleged affair was with her sculpting teacher. Now, Louise was... They say that Louise was the prettiest and I've seen photos of her mum. She was pretty fucking banging. And they say that she was the prettiest, the most confident and the most artistic. A lot of her brothers and sisters were really book smart, but she was really artistic. And she was the first woman to have a sculpture that she's made in a public area. And her mum was really against it because she was like, no daughter of mine should be doing this and breaking the rules but it was a sculpture of Queen Victoria so she couldn't really say no. So she was quite clever Louise. I love how she got around things. Apparently she was having an affair with a sculpting teacher and a mum walked in on Louise and the sculpture banging. So then And mum was like, right, none of this, we're marrying you off. All of the other kids, all of the other eight kids got set up with people who were of like high class. And they're all from like Germany and France. They call Queen Victoria the grandmother of Europe because she married all her kids off all over Europe. And basically a family just everywhere now. But Louise was like the only one who married someone whose class was not as high as everybody else's and he was English. Um, Queen Victoria didn't mind this. She just wanted to get her married off. But the reason Queen Victoria didn't try to set Louise up with someone like the Prince of Spain or Germany or whatever was because... Even though Louise was supposed to be the most attractive of all the daughters, she thought that her reputation might mean that these men won't marry her and she didn't want this to be made public. So Louise ended up marrying an English man. The man that Louise married was John Campbell. So plot twist, John Campbell apparently is gay. I know. Oh my God, the drama. She's married a gay man. And um, But Queen Victoria apparently might have known this but wasn't so bothered because she wanted someone who wasn't a prince of another country of Europe to marry a daughter, someone a bit more, say lower class, it was still like rich as fuck, but like someone who basically wasn't royalty because they wanted new blood in the family to like thin out the inbreeding which is fucking disgusting but that is one thing that this that's one reason why apparently she really wanted this marriage as well queen victoria so yeah it wasn't a very happy marriage because he was gay and um you know she wasn't a man but they stayed together and so apparently he was going out having gay sex and stuff and she started going out and having affairs again. And one of the biggest rumours about Louise is that... So, she was shagging the sculpting teacher again. And while he was having sex, he died. <laughs> he just died. Imagine. I bet for a split second she was like, "That's I've never seen that cum face before. And then he's just, what, dead. And the papers found out about it. Now... What, was he having sex when he died? Or were they just in the same room? The papers said that he was having sex at the time. And then it was like, oh, well, why was she in the same room with him on her own? And all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, So that was a bit of a scandal back in the day. I have a dream that, like, her and her husband really got on. She knew he was gay and was like, you go be you, be gay. I'm going to go get my dick. And then we can, like, meet up later on and have a little chat. I hope that's what happened. We don't really know, but I'm hoping that's what happened. Victoria's youngest daughter was Beatrice. And Beatrice was like fucking such a ass. She did anything for her mum. And a, a lot of the other siblings used to find Beatrice quite annoying. Apparently she was spile rotten. Victoria didn't want her to get married, Beatrice did end up falling in love with Henry, the Prince of Battenberg, who, I've seen the photos of him, Henry was the Prince of Battenberg and he was fit, he had like a little weird tash, he looked like a proper hipster, he he looks the spit of this guy that I used to shag, who used to be the bar manager of like a cocktail bar, and I used to be like, oh yeah, he's so sexy because you know how to make drinks. (laughs) But apparently Louise tried shagging him Of course she did Because she's a fucking legend Um, Louise and Beatrice Didn't get on at all And apparently Henry was just so fit That Louise was like I'm going to try and shag him Um, the reason I don't like Beatrice is because Victoria used to write down everything. Since being a little baby, she used to write a diary and she'd write like a thousand words a day. Everything was diarised from when she was a little kid till the day that she died. And then when she died, Beatrice ripped up like two thirds of the diaries so that nobody could see him nobody could get all the good gossip about victoria and it's like oh it's so annoying because like i really want to know what happened because i'm so nosy so yeah so beatrice got rid of all of her mum's secrets and that's why i don't like her because i'm a nosy little bastard and i want to know everything but i guess beatrice did what she thought was best so it's unfair not to like her but still bitch So now I'm quickly going to talk about the men in Victoria's life. So obviously Victoria was in love with Albert and all that and she went in mourning for years. Um, She didn't really let anybody get close to her except... John Brown. Now, John Brown was like her servant. He used to stand guard at a bedroom door. He wouldn't let anybody in. Sometimes wouldn't even let her children in. So her own children started to despise this John Brown. Because he was like, the fuck? You won't let me see my mum. And he apparently was a piece of work. He was quite rude. He just kind of wanted Queen Victoria all to himself. He was quite fit in like a... Tree surgeon sort of way, like big muscly. He was Scottish. He had a kilt. He had a beard. Yeah, he was quite like manly. So there was rumors that they was having an affair, and then it's very 50-50. Some people think it happened. Some people think it didn't. She was obsessed with him. She even let the sculptor that taught louise they he was sculpted something of him she used to let people paint him she was she used to draw him a lot victoria was a big drawer she used to draw him all the time she kind of was obsessed with him she used to write about him a lot and the the servants in the house started calling her mrs brown because saying that she was with him. It was always the servants making these rumours up about them. The ser- I feel like I'd make a good servant. Just, oh, I'd love to be a servant in a royal household. Just gossiping. Oh God, it was so much fun. Anyway, John Brown apparently used to always call Victoria woman. He'd be like, yes, woman. And she loved it, and like I kind of love it. I wish someone called me woman sometimes. I think it's a, yes, woman. I mean, obviously as a feminist, a man should never call her a woman unless she wants you to, and be like you're woman. And I'm like, oh. oh, the children, especially Bertie, started getting really annoyed about the relationship because it became quite public because she was, it was going everywhere with her, and she was like showing them off. So some of like the publications were saying that the Queen was like married. There was rumours of her marrying him, which apparently just wouldn't have happened because she wasn't that stupid. She knew that that would have just got her in a lot of trouble if she like married because it was very, you know, class driven then, which is was fucking tight, but that's just the way it was. And there was rumours that there was a secret baby, which is just bullshit. So there's a rumour that they were together, but I honestly don't think that there was. Another rumour of an affair between Victoria is a servant that she had later on in life after John had died for Victoria's Golden Jubilee. They sent over two servants from India and one of them was Abdul Karim. They definitely didn't have an affair. They were just like best friends. Their story is quite cute. In letters, she used to either end it saying your closest friend or your loving mother. And I don't think... If she was shagging him, she'd be like, your loving mother. It's not very sexy. Oh, yay. Yeah. You want some of your loving mother tonight? No, I don't think that happened. I just think there was really good friends. And she found him interesting. Like, she was surrounded by all these posh bastards. And here's someone from India who's got a completely different way of life. He was, like, of a different class system as well as being from a different country. He used to speak a different language. He taught her Hindu made her her first ever chicken curry and she fucking loved it and banged it on the menu. Like, I just think at this later stage of her life, this man was just a friend, but her children didn't really approve of the friendship. They thought that it would, like, cause, like, a drama. This is, they always care what other people think, obviously. When Victoria died, Abdul Karim was made to go back to India and before he left, but this is Bertie this when he became King the Bastard Made him burn Victoria's letters in front of Abdul Which is just fucking grim That's his mate that's just died It's proper tight that So that's it That's all the stuff about Queen Victoria and the people around her I mean there was a lot more stuff But I just wanted to do the most interesting And you know keep it kind of short Because we've all got shit to do um, well, we not. That's why I'm doing the podcast, because I'm in isolation. But um, I don't know. This is the sort of stuff I'm interested in. I don't know if it's a bit niche to do a gossip history podcast. But if you liked it, let me know and I'll make another one. Thank you very much. If you've listened to it all, well done. And um, See you later. Bye, 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 bye.